moving on to Princess Diana. Um, we watched the terrible Princess Diana movie, and it was so much both better and worse than I could have hoped. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 2013. It stars Naomi Watts, who I should clarify just right at the top looks nothing like nothing Princess Diana at all. Absolutely nothing. When I saw the yeah. preview image on Netflix and the poster of the film, I was just like, is this just some other movie that's called Diana but has nothing to do with Princess Diana because she just looks nothing like her? Yeah. We trick you into watching a movie about the Roman goddess Diana just to wind yeah. you up even more. Because, well, you know, you're, you're just sort of like, hmm, there's three Diana things in the top results. Two of the photos are obviously Princess Diana and like, and one of them is not. Now, granted, all three of them look like women Milo would date, but two of them <laughs> are Princess Diana and one of them is very much not. I respect a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does no one respect my respect for the MILF? Um, yeah, that's, like, actually, be fair, be fair on Milo. Uh, Princess Diana had uh, much more volume in her hair than he normally did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the other thing. They didn't even get the hair right no. on Naomi Watts. They couldn't no, even make like, her hair look like Diana's hair. She had like a kind of, she had a sort of fairly like iconic mid-90s hair, hairdo. And, I feel like it mm. should be possible to. It was, like, it was like a, a very wick. sensual mullet. She pulled <laughs> <Yeah>. it off. <laughs> it was. She it was, was just a, a little was a bit sex Australian. Mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, mate. Lady Di. Oh, I'm Australian Good princess. Lady Di. Lady Di. Lady Di. Oh, fucking crikey! Oh, I'm from Lady Doola. <laughs> Joanna's eating me baby. <laughs> um. Yeah, so she looks nothing like her, including to the point where there's like a funny scene where she disguises herself in a wig to go out. And at this point, even the pretense of looking like Princess Diana is completely lost. Like, you're like, you don't feel like you're looking at Princess Diana in a disguise. You're like, well, this is just not Princess Diana. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. No one in London has managed to detect that Kristen Stewart has somehow replaced fucking Naomi Watts. As, <laughs> yeah. Who even knows? Yeah. Um, like, like it, like it genuinely, like in that bit in the film, it genuinely took me a second. I was like, "So what? The fucking doctor's cheating on her? What a bastard!" And I was like, "Oh, oh and okay, no, that's her in a wig. Okay, cool." Typical doctors. <laughs> Typical um, doctors. Yeah. So the movie, I mean, it, it begins with like her in the hotel in Paris just before she dies, um, and then it like cuts back to like three years earlier. Um, and then basically the film more or less just charts her having this uh, affair with uh, a heart surgeon called Hazmat Khan, which is a real thing that happened. Um, and the, 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 like, there's this bit early in the film where she is um, she's getting acupuncture from an Irish woman, which immediately to me is bizarre. And then the Irish woman is in the hospital, but she's not ill. She's visiting like her, her husband, husband, I or, think, or has like yeah. had complications from heart surgery. Yeah, and it's not made clear. And then Diana goes there, and then she meets the heart surgeon and is immediately overcome with an incredibly powerful horniness, which <laughs> is so overacted that I couldn't quite believe it. She's like, oh, I just love hospitals. <laughs> oh, could you show me around? That would be lovely. You know, yeah, it was yeah. it was weird. Um, and also, like, we have to reiterate that the, the heart surgeon just looks like a normal guy. Yeah. Like, he's not like... He's a, I recognized the actor, but I couldn't remember what else I'd seen him in. Yeah, I, I recognized him too, but, like, he's very much done up to look like kind of like a yeah. regular-ass guy. Yeah. And Princess Diana just, she loves the power of a man who can cut people's hearts open. And so, as a result, yeah. uh, it, 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 it's, it's a genetic trigger from her in her ancestral lineage of british aristocrats that someone who can do weird knife things on the human organs mm. you know just it just makes it excite something and so yes they uh they wind up having this uh affair but um 
he quickly discovers yeah. it's difficult. Well, the next part of the film it was my favorite part because he comes around to her like official residence for dinner. And there's this whole scene where like her like house helper people are like teaching her how to cook a meal because she can't do that. Um, and so they're like, well, he's a heart surgeon, so I probably want something healthy. So they kind of like knock her up this like healthy meal that she can put in the microwave or whatever. And then he shows up and she she microwaves the meal and is like visibly panicked even at the idea of like putting something into a microwave. And then he's like, oh, could I have a hamburger instead? And then she's like, <laughs> Pakistani David Badil. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, but you can't make hamburgers. She's like, I can send out for one. It's like, what do you think they do with them at the restaurant? Do you think they like <laughs> conjure them? <laughs> oh, no, seriously. They, they portray her for something which is like very, very clearly an utterly uncritical hagiography. Mm. They portray her as the dumbest bitch alive. Like, yeah. it's, quite the, it's like quite the most insulting hagiography I've ever seen in my life. It's really bizarre, isn't it? Like, well, she has literally two gears in the film, which is stupid and horny, and occasionally the Venn diagram circles me. Like, and then she does stupid things because she's horny. Yeah. She also keeps going on about how gorgeous the heart surgeon is. Again, he's just like, <laughs> yeah. he's such a regular looking dude. It's like, really, she's like, how am I supposed to act normal around a gorgeous creature like you? And it's like, this is a normal looking yeah, man. Literally, just take a walk down Whitechapel High Street and you yeah. will see a thousand dudes that look just <laughs> like him. This, this, like, it, this entire film gaslighted me because <laughs> it's right. like, it's, pre- it's pretending this woman looks and sounds like Princess Diana. It's mm. pretending this extremely normal looking guy who I might be expected to refer to as uncle um <laughs> is is like is supposed to be like not just like gorgeous but so gorgeous that she'd like ruin her extremely mm. cushy life over and also it completely like decides to kind of just like gloss over what i remember as being quite a significant part of the uh, Di- of the kind of Diana story, which is her then subsequent relationship with Dodie Alfired, which they're just like, yeah. this kind of ruins the romance of it. So we're just not going to mention it. It's like, you have to mention it. You can't just not mention it. Yeah, they portray the whole Dodie Alfired thing as just getting back at this other guy. Yeah, uh, and which- I just don't, I don't think that's no. correct. I mean, we should get to that in a sec because there's some other like great. Mo- I, d- I made no notes about this film because I couldn't bring myself, but just like stuff is emerging <laughs> from my memory. The whole conversation they have about jazz because the heart oh surgeon god. really oh likes god. jazz. Oh god! Oh god! You just got to improvise. Yeah. You got to improvise. Have you ever been to Ronnie Scott's? And she's like, I'm not allowed to go places. <laughs> it's genuinely like a Princess Diana biopic that also has a B movie of the guy mm. being like, Do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> But that's Basically. a plot device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, 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 and she has to wear this wig to go, at which point she looks like fucking Avril Lavigne. Like, she looks nothing <laughs> like Princess Diana at all. And then, so it's an effective guy, and they're in the jazz club, and immediately they start playing jazz, and the heart surgeon immediately, like, closes his eyes and begins, like, clicking his fingers like a beatnik. And it's like, no one does that. Come on. Come just, on, man. It's, it's, yeah. It, once again, it's like if this wasn't a primarily British production, I would assume that this was a film filmed on location with no one who has ever been to Britain before. Like everyone in it's actually Bulgarian. Because also <laughs> it, it, it makes no attempt. It, like, okay, it makes an attempt, but it does a very poor job of trying mm. to convince you that this is 1995 London. Like it is so obviously contemporary London with yeah. a couple of old cars and phones thrown in. Yeah. Like it, the bit where they go to a fucking big chicken cottage. Like you couldn't do that. Like chicken chicken shops existed, but they were small grime. They weren't like the big chicken cottages then. It just genuinely looked like it does not. Maybe it's because it wasn't a high enough production 
value, which yeah. is a weird thing that I've seen happening lately mm. where like films have the overall look in terms of quality of being mm. a big budget film, but like they clearly aren't. And I think that's because of the advances of camera mm. technology. And so in this case, like clearly they didn't have the budget to really do like a, cause like from a similar period of time, the remake of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy did a very good job of making, mm. making it look like, Dog shit, early seventies London. Mm. Uh, Weirdly, also starring Naomi Watts. Oh, yeah, as the Taylor. Point. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it did have Naomi no, Watts didn't, in it. it, it didn't. No. You, you freaked me out there for a second. I, I, <laughs> and I, I, I did my normal thing of just going along with it because I don't want to fucking argue. And then I realized you, you can get me to agree to anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna renounce my American mm. citizenship somehow just because I don't want to inconvenience Milo. That's all right. Um, <laughs> We're working. But yeah, on it. like you could tell, it just it wasn't particularly convincing in in the. Uh, the location shoots and everything like that. Mm. And similarly, it wasn't particularly convincing in the idea that like she was swayed by this very normal guy who's portrayed as Lothario because he asks her, do you like jazz? And Mm. that he then teaches her to improvise in her life the way that jazz musicians improvise. It's the most ham handed metaphor I've seen in my fucking life. He's also, he's also, he's also just like a huge jerk. I know that's not like necessarily the most relevant point, Mm. but like he's, he's an absolute prick to her. I think we can we can agree that if this portrayal is even in the ballpark of five percent accurate, she just loved being nagged by dudes. Like yeah. between Charles and this guy, she just got nagged a lot, and she was really into. Oh, oh my god, the bit where they break up and she's trying to like get back with him, and she keeps phoning the hospital, and he won't, and they obviously know that it's her, so he won't answer the phone. And then she starts phoning up and doing a Scouse accent. That was the <laughs> point where I fucking lost my mind. I was like, okay, either this really happened, in which case that's insane, and we should know more about this, or that didn't happen, and it's fucking insane that they made it up. <laughs> 